Hey, hey everyone. everyone. This is Rachel. And I'm Felix. And we'd like to inform you that we'll be using adult language. We're going to say fuck. We're going to say pussy. And you're going to have to deal with it. Listener discretion is advised, bitch. <laughs> I know how you work now. You know my pattern? Yeah, I know I your pattern in Rochambeau. I need to switch it up. All right, it's time to go. Welcome to the podcast for Wayward Daters. I'm Rachel. And I'm Felix. And we're single, childless, and almost 40. And we're going to be coming at you every week to unpack the modern culture of dating and help each other demystify the opposite sex. Today's show is very exciting. It is. <laughs> we're we're hitting up those love songs. Yes. We're going to do a whole episode of just like talking about our love songs. We're going to play a few of them from for you. Oh, yeah. uh, we should probably make a Spotify list. Yes. With all the songs on it so you yes. guys can enjoy yourselves once the episode is over. Oh, for sure. Um on top of that though, this is extra extra exciting because our sister podcast, um Another Orbit. Yes. <laughs> I, which I was listening to on the way. Yeah. And shout out to Suze and her take on the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Thank you for making my drive down uh, 75, 85 mm-hmm. in Atlanta pleasurable. Pleasurable, informational. Yes. Informational. Is that a word? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I spell it. I was making sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is the I sign? Yes. <laughs> um yeah so uh so with our sister podcast another orbit we are both doing love songs episodes uh so another orbit if you haven't heard of it is this amazing podcast with uh these two um la djs uh kaliza and Suze. if um and they they talk about music uh and they're they know so much i'm sure some of it is like a little bit of wiki but I know them. I know them personally. I grew up with them in Los Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. I lived with Liz for forever. Okay. Um, and just they they already have this information in their brains. They know so much about music. Their their taste is impeccable. Um, they're wonderful, wonderful people, and their podcast is just amazing. It airs biweekly, um, so that's every other week for mm-hmm. y'all. Um, and we are doing kind of a crossover episode with them. Yes. So they um, have recorded an exclusive for us to put at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. When this episode is over, you've got a little bit more. You're going to hear some of Another Orbit, about 10 minutes. It's so, so good. I've heard oh, yeah. it already. It's so good. Um, and then you're going to go right on over to their podcast, Another Orbit, and you're going to listen to a exclusive clip from our show. So this episode is not going to have any of that in it. None of our episodes will. You can only hear that over there at Another Orbit during their Love Songs episode. Yes. So I'm and really excited. And subscribe and listen to them because they know about music. Yeah. So just like you do with us, subscribe, listen, yes. rate, review. Do the same thing over there with them. Subscribe, listen, rate, review. Gas them up because that like is an incredible, incredible show. All right. Let's get to ours. Yes. Felix. 
what do you have for us today? Well, I mean, we're going to be talking about love songs, but we're not going to be talking about songs the way because I love the way when we were discussing about uh, how we were going to you know, t- do our podcast as opposed to another Orbit's love song yeah. podcast. Uh, dude, they have like just so much information. Like they I do. love, and I know in LA there's a very big DJ culture. Yeah. But I always only knew about it from the hip hop side. Mm-hmm. To see it from another side has been very eye opening and like very, very interesting as well. So yeah. I think they're going to come with the facts and some information and some like awesome stories and stuff about like how the song was crafted and. And uh, I know uh, Liz yeah. uh, likes to talk about the hardware used in some certain songs. Uh, I think for us, it's probably going to go through like a little journey of our love lives. Yes. <laughs> our thing is feelings and their thing yes, is facts. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it's not to say they're going to talk about they're not going to talk about how the song affected them. Maybe in the, in the past. They definitely do talk about that. Yeah. They're going to talk about that as well. But I mean, we're really the ones that are here, you know. Yeah. We're not, going harder on it. We're going a little hard. We're going to slap ourselves. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it's good. like I, like I said, it's gonna be a little bit of an awkward journey uh, into our youth. All right, <laughs> all right. So I think we're gonna go straight into the news. This let's go for news. it. So there's no really like news on love songs. So right. what I did was I just like said, what are the best love songs in 2019 until now? Because we're at halftime. Yeah. In 2019. Oh my God. Yeah, we're in halftime. Have you seen the meme? No. It's six months to 2020. Don't let anybody waste your time. Oh, you ever see that meme? Yet? Nah. Oh, comes right up your alley. And I was like, you know what? What are the best love songs of 2019? Yeah. So I found uh, a list from Harper's Bazaar. Do you remember Harper's Bazaar? Yeah, I read Harper's Bazaar. It, but like from back in the day, I thought it was like an old lady magazine. No, that's was, a fashion magazine. It was always like hip. Uh, to me it was because uh, I cared about the content alright because their 15 best love songs was the most eclectic thing I saw Word. on the fucking internet when I was researching this they had songs like Do You Love Her Now by Jay Paul I didn't even know the hell that was it was a really nice vibey tune mm-hmm. uh, they had Keyless and Pharrell Shooting Stars Khalees uh, dude Khalees, sorry. <laughs> they had this guy, Tyler, the creator. I've heard some of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. The one I really, really got into uh, was this one by, I think his name is James Blake. Okay. And Rosalia. And it's called Barefoot in the Park. Oh. And yo, that song is like a deep, deep, deep cut. I don't know if you know about Rosalia. I like, just discovered you her. just discovered her. She's a classically trained flamenco singer who's been fusing like Puerto Rican, like, you know, reggaeton trap beats, like Latin trap beats yeah, uh, with classical flamenco music. I love it. I play that shit in my fucking car. Like I bump it. Yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> she sings on this song and it's just like an amazing, an amazing love song because her, her lyricism is just out of control. And in Spanish, mm-hmm. I think that, Songs can be a little bit deeper because we just have the access to so many more words. I think there's more words in Spanish. Don't quote me on that. Uh-huh. But I think I'm right. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and it's just the poetry is just amazing. So that song, Barefoot in the Park, it really surprised me. So. All right. Yeah. Are we going to play it like here? Yeah, can let's listen it? to it. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll play some of it. Yeah. Agujerito del cielo, cuelando el brillo de Dios. Un rayo cayó en tus ojos y me partió el corazón 
agujerito del cielo, dictame por dónde ir, para yo no equivocarme y así ver mi porvenir. When you're done with me, I see a negative space. What you've done for me, you need to lose some day. in the beginning she says like some of the craziest deepest shit mm. so she, basically I don't want to say the whole thing she said because just you know it's going to be hard to literally translate but she says uh, a lightning bolt struck his eye uh-huh. or, or whoever's eye and they, they shine them so bright that now she sees them oh. that's how that's some deep ass shit <laughs> that literally just instantly got me in my feelings just yes. now <laughs> All her songs are like that, except for like the reggaeton songs that right. she's more known for now. Those are the ones that I know about. They're more poppy. They're mm-hmm. more like she'll t- she's like blingy, like doing a little bit of more of a pop kind of right. game. But in her like Spanish songs, I mean like her her like solo stuff where she's not featuring with reggaeton artists. Yeah. She's really like just hitting fucking deep home run bombs. Boy, I <laughs> love feelings. the vibe of that. You saw you saw my body reacted to it, right? Like your face when she started singing, your face lit up. <laughs> I just love that. Oh, I her voice. Oh my god. Yeah. And then um I don't know what to call it and we just listened to it very quickly. I I don't know, there was something there was a change in the song. Yes. The song like sort of made a change and and my whole body just like slumped i was like oh my god like i'm feeling this all the way through yeah oh my god such a great song all right let's move on what i mean so yeah that's like for me if that is that the caliber of love love songs that people are listening to because james blake also sings on the song in english yeah and james blake is like a i guess he's like an adult rock contemporary person he's really good he was on a he was on a beyonce album is he like an ed sheeran type i've never heard of him i guess so but i like him so i don't know if it is ed sheeran yeah type but if that's what ed sheeran is like i'll listen to ed sheeran yeah because i don't listen to ed sheeran yeah (laughs) i mean so for me if like a broader audience gets to know who rosalia is that way yes it's a win for the world. So 2019, we're in good hands if people are writing like songs like this, in my opinion. That was beautiful. All right. So those, that's the news. Yeah. That's the news portion. Because we're going to get into love songs. And we're going to talk about love songs really quickly about, or just quickly, not really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much like the history of it. Uh, so Rachel, do you have any questions? What do you think about the history when you think about the history of love songs? I I feel like the first song ever written had to have been a love song. Yes. Am I right? Pretty much. Just like through your research? (laughs) Most likely. We're guessing here. Like my research says, yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, I think when when first, you know, people started like writing things down, it was probably just to count. Yeah. Like how many fucking eggs do we have? Like Word, yeah, (laughs) yeah. how many goats do I have? Like, yeah. How many of this do I have? But then once we started like really like hanging out together and like really starting to get to know each other, that's when people had enough time to look at each other and be like, I'd hit that in the woods. Word. <laughs> so I'd hit that in the woods. Wait, um, can that be our new thing? Like yeah. if we see someone we're into, yeah, I'd hit that in the woods. I'd hit that in the <laughs> in the wilderness. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
So to your point, when you said it was it's really, really old, uh, 2250 B.C. Okay. This is the first recorded that they can say that is a love song. Uh, it was Enheduanna. She, she, and she was a she. It wasn't a man. Mm. Wrote sexually charged love songs to her Sumerian gods, which today would sound maybe like a hip-hop song. Word? Listen to this. <laughs> I will lay out mighty clothes. I know how exactly. I will look so fine. I will make you feel like a king. Dang. This is from 2250. So, I mean, we're kind of still writing the same thing. Yeah. Which is pretty cool in my yeah. opinion. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Felix, I love that. Yeah. So that Say is, her name again. Enhedwana. Uh, Enhedwana. 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 Do you know, like, what part of the world she was in? From Samaria. So, that's going to be what is, like, what is known as the <laughs> the Fertile Crescent. Mm-hmm. That is like where the dawn of civilization supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, recordedly first happened. Yeah. Because it was the first part where people realized, hey, we can fucking farm. Okay. So now we don't have to run anymore. We can just farm. Uh, and that's like Iraq, Iran. Like okay. whole part of the world. Yeah, so okay. That's why you have like, yeah. Amazing. Yes, that's Amazing. my history channel. It was <laughs> that wrote the first love songs, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, then we get into like the classical age. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? this? Is like ancient Greeks and stuff. Okay. What do you think? What do you think they may have been singing about? Sex. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and this is why I fucking love this research because this was also like the first recording, like the what they call basically a pop star uh-huh. in ancient Greece was a female who was a lesbian. Yes. Because she was from Lesbos. Yeah. And she gave Lesbos their reputation. Got it. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Now, her name, I don't know if I'm going to get it right. What was her name? <laughs> oh, I found it. Her name was Sappho. Sappho. Oh, C-A- we've heard of Sappho. That's a yeah. familiar yeah. name. That's a familiar name. Sappho was basically the first singer, songwriter, performer. She used to play a sathara, an early guitar. Mm. All right. And this is a, a few lines from her song to her lover ganglia whom i now beseech never let this lose me grace but rather bring you back to me i'm in amongst all mortal women the one i most wish to see that is a song of longing song of longing oh man i'm separated by you i want to see you i want to be with you i want to touch you yeah and like the most famous one in Greece was a lesbian woman. I think that's pretty fucking dope. Uh, notice both of these started. Yeah, started. Yeah, women. Oh, wait till I get to the medieval Renaissance and blow the fucking lid off the fucking myth that the Europeans invented love songs. Oh goddamn! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings me into like the next like phase of classical music, medieval Renaissance. And Rachel, what do you think they sang back then? Uh, I think they these were more like tender love songs, probably. Okay, so you're correct. Am I? Pretty much, yeah, you're correct. Uh, I mean, they still sang probably about like getting naughty and stuff, but uh, music was more for the like aristocracy. Yeah, so this is what the, I was thinking. For more for the rich people. I mean, not, not that they didn't like get fucking down and nasty and fuck a bunch of people like in the palace. Word. Uh, but you know. But I digress. Word to fucking in the palace. But these songs, most of the songs, uh, and this is based on uh, a study uh, that a gentleman did, Ted Goya, and he wrote the book Love Songs uh, and Hidden History. And he says the common misconception that like troubadours and stuff were mm-hmm. singing about love and stuff like that. That's the stuff you see like Romeo and Juliet singing about things like that. And he says when in actuality there is co- evidence, uh, you know, just like 
evidence that is in written form that slave women from the Middle East mm. brought to Europe during the Muslim invasions. So a lot of people don't know that like, the large part of Europe was part of the Muslim uh, territory, the Ottoman Empire, mm -hmm. uh, and that those songs actually may have started there wow. and not in Europe. So Women, again. Yes, yes. women again. So not troubadours with their lyres outside the window. Oh, fair maiden. <laughs> like, you know, like Game of Thrones, like they talk about song for Jenny. Yeah. Shit like that. That's yeah. What about it, but. They've been lying to us. Yeah. And then from there, I think the next stage is going to be from old timey till today. And what do you <laughs> think about what do you think about old timey music? <laughs> um, I think at this point, if we're talking old timey, it's like recent history, like last maybe 200 years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've probably been repressed by now. We've probably villainized sex pretty much. Yeah. So I think anything that was super popular might have been, again, more like tender love songs. And then anything underground is more about sex and sexuality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think once people started really stepping up their religious fanaticism, yeah, that's when it happened. Yeah. We're actually, well, there's studies that show and there's history that show that most we were pretty liberal as a culture yeah uh when it came to like sex and things like that but then in the 19th century with industrialization people started actually you know trying to find out figure out more answers existential answers so more religions start to form like mormonism and things like that yeah that nature <clears throat> that's when they like comes in and tries to repress that's a bad record yeah yeah don't drink alcohol yeah uh you know fucking don't do this don't do that and it's like nah man like We've been singing about, <laughs> you know, same-sex love yeah. since fucking before time. You know, since before yeah. modern times. So yeah. you can't take that out of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, But for, for me, like, old-timey till today, and that's what we do. Like, most love songs are, like, kind of the same. They all sing about the same things. So that's why we came up with those categories. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, do you want to go over the categories? Do you want me to go? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Dale. So... The first category uh, that we came up with is just a classic love song. So what you think about when like, you think somebody would say, you're on fucking Family Feud and Steve Harvey asks you, you know, most, most famous love songs. Yeah. Then, you know, you would probably come up with these songs. Uh, <laughs> so, Rachel, what is... Uh, we're going to start with me? Yeah, yeah, ladies first. Good, because this is the best fucking love song on the planet. Okay. <laughs> no, for me personally, this is <laughs> just throughout my entire life. And I know you didn't mean that it necessarily would be an old love song, just yeah. like classic in style. But this is older. This I grew up on. Even before I knew what this song was about, I knew every word and I loved it. This song... Um, it's called Inside My Love by Minnie Ripperton. Okay. Minnie Ripperton is uh, Maya Rudolph's mom, for those of you who don't know. I didn't know that. Yes, ma'am. No wonder. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maya Rudolph has a great voice herself. Uh, but pipes. Yeah, this is my jam. I mean, you know, we have all these other categories, but to me, this song embodies every one of these categories. I can play this song for any of the feelings that we're going to go through today. All right? All right. Oh, Let me play it for you. Just meeting Barely touching each other Two spirits Greeting Trying to carry it further You are one 
that right there is the absolute jam. That's good. I like, yeah. That is the jam. I, if I, when I've got a crush, play that song. When, when it's just like longing, like, oh, my crush might not like me, play that song. <laughs> when I'm in love, play that song. When I want to fuck, it's the first song on the, <laughs> on the fuck playlist. Like this song is, is all of love for me. That is that's it. I like that song. It is so good. And just maybe maybe just because I grew up with it, I know it. But when I hear the song start, because usually and I think like through the rest of these songs, probably I, I probably wouldn't play the intro. But that intro tells you, oh, it's business time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that old like 70s, like funk and, you know, she's R&B. And oh, my God, it's it's, uh, it's yeah. a religious experience. I like the chorus. Like, and I, I, uh, that, I haven't heard the song from the beginning, but I've heard the chorus yeah. in a DJ mix. Yeah? Yeah. So. Was, it, was it dope in that mix, though? Oh, my God. It's, it's a Q-tip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Ab- it's abstract radio. So oh, that's cool. He, he, does mix, he mixes stuff like this, like two-hour mixes of that. Amazing. I'm going to send you some. Oh, my God. That's, that song is everything. That's All a right. great song. All right. What's, uh, what's yours? Well, this song very important to me <laughs> this song came out in 1994 mm-hmm. and I was 12 years old and I was like had a crush on this girl mm-hmm. and uh, I would wake up every morning before I went to school and I would just like get hyped to go see her yeah and I had this on tape so like I would listen to it <laughs> here's my song it's uh I'll make love to you by boys <laughs> to men yes close your eyes Make a wish and blow out the candlelight. For tonight is just your night. We're gonna celebrate all through the night. For the Also, one of the most popular like karaoke songs at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but like, as a twelve-year-old, I was, I had a crush on this girl. But the thing is, I forget her name. But I had a crush on her, and I remember I think I was in fifth or sixth grade when the song came out. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, I think I realized that I was like, I really, I'm really gonna love women forever. Yeah. Cause and then I'm twelve. Like I don't know nothing about laying you down and lighting candlelight. <laughs> right. Like I'm fucking playing with toys though. <laughs> like, playing in the woods but <laughs> this song like just for me every time i hear it now i think about like the first time i actually knew that i had feelings mm-hmm. that's how i see it so <laughs> this song's fucking dope felix you're so cute yeah. for this song well, guess who wrote this song okay who wrote it Babyface. oh wait no i think we knew that ba- i didn't know that <laughs> uh-huh. uh Babyface wrote everything in the 90s in the 90s yeah uh, it spent 14 weeks at number one. Wow. And then fun fact, it was a number one song in New Zealand. So that was like the reach of the song. So wow. You, so you have fucking, you know, a baby face song 
four fucking awesome dudes who sing really well together. Yeah. And people in New Zealand are bumping it. <laughs> like fucking the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wait. feel like in your head, New Zealand just looks like hobbits and yeah, elves. And they actually have a fucking amazing culture, so I shouldn't be saying that. But <laughs> I do think about the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but I can see why this song is just so fucking... You can play this song at a fucking wedding of any gender, like any yeah. color, yeah. Uh, any socioeconomic status. Yeah. Like this song, like everybody loves it. You everybody loves along. it. Oh, fuck yeah, I was singing along. Yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> But all right, guess what? What's Chicken your butt. song? What's your song, <laughs> Rachel? What's your next classic love song? All right, so my next classic love song um, is uh, a remake of a song from the Isley Brothers. So I, I already know the Isley version of it. I grew up with that. Uh, but then my favorite artist, Gone Way Too Soon, Aaliyah, oh. she did a cover of that song. And oh. that became my favorite version of it. Um. And, uh, okay, so um, it's called At Your Best. <laughs> All the black people already knew what I was going to say. But <laughs> <laughs> it's called At Your Best, and it's on the self-titled album, I believe. Um, and I just, it's, it's um, it, it was the first, there's, there's some lyrics in it where I was just like, that's what's going to be important to me in a relationship. Yeah. Right? Um, even before I play it, I can say, like, she says um you're a positive motivating force within my life and that's why i was just like that's that's what i want from a relationship po positivity motivation you know what i mean yep gassing each other up keeping each other happy well you got to keep yourself happy but yeah. <laughs> helping to maintain that and At not it. being something that's that's like not positive yeah. not being a negative force in someone's life all right exactly. let's listen to a little bit of it when i I, for years, I thought the song was called Let Me Know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was called At Your Best, so I could never find it. You know what I'm talking about. Let Me Know. That song. That song. Let Me Know. Um, Is that her? That was her. That's like the last album she made, right? Yeah. I cried when she died. So did I. Uh, it was the day after my cousin's wedding, actually. Yeah. So I was in a hotel in Malibu, and it was on the news. Yep. And just like that one... And Prince, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, that's not true. Yeah, I didn't think that's that was a hoax. That. It took me a while to like really take it in. Um, 
big ups to baby girl <laughs> like we that's miss another you. song you could play at like any function for anybody for anybody Anyone. yeah yeah and even if they've never heard it before it's like uh this is a bop yeah <laughs> yeah be like this is an amazing song this yeah an amazing song i i like <laughs> um this song is great because it's not the the relationship isn't perfect right mm-hmm. she's saying that sometimes she's afraid to talk about how she feels yeah um she has a little bit of reservation about that um but you know at your best she's just like even even though we kind of have these issues um no matter what you're still a positive motivating force in my life you know no it's true yeah and and if he has any questions he can ask yeah. <laughs> you know let me know let me know <laughs> she's letting you know dude it's she also says um you may not be in the mood to hear what you think you know you know so mm-hmm. it's it's really about talking about your feelings you know what i mean and communicating with each other in a relationship and i I love that and it's still hard for me to do. Yeah. And I understand how it's difficult and how a love song can be about that. So let's try and talk to each other. You know? Not exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love that song. Like, again, it's one that I can just, uh, it being a classic, it, it can just go through any of these. Yeah. That's, you know? That's the thing also. Yeah. That's what makes a good classic love song. Classic love song. Okay, <laughs> what's yours? Uh, mine is one that I think is the universal love song mm-hmm. because... Dun, 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 dun. I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but I've been to a lot of like weddings, but all over the world. Yeah, I've had the good fortune in my life where I've been able to travel since a young age. Uh, so I've been in weddings in South America. I've been to weddings in Europe. Mm-hmm. I've been to weddings in the United States. Uh, and one through line out of all those weddings <laughs> is a song. And it's not the motherfucking chicken dance. <laughs> <laughs> song it's a song by <laughs> marvin gay yeah tammy terrell <gasps> written by nicholas ashford and valerie simpson oh my god it is ain't no mountain high yes listen think about love i think about that song oh. it's a fucking duet uh it's just perfect in every way written by the i think they were together right ashford and simpson yeah were married yeah so they were a married songwriting team for motown uh another fun fact because i'm a stoner <laughs> this song came out on 420 in 1967 so that's amazing <laughs> that was an important factoid for you but as i said like this song is the through line like this song gets played everywhere. Yeah. No matter what language you speak, no matter what. And it's a celebration song about love. It's building each other up. Hey, 
know how how high we go, we're gonna be together. How low we go, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna stay together. Written by a a duo. Yeah, that's just beautiful. Yeah, like a husband and wife, or like maybe they were. I don't know what they were doing at the time because I didn't study that. Right. But <laughs> I think that makes a song like truly like a love song. Like yeah, they just wrote it with that energy together. So. And it's just universal. Like, that's the shit we should send into space. Yes. So if the aliens find it, they're like, this is a great song. These these, these had to be good people, yeah, right? Yeah, fine. <laughs> we don't need to nuke them. That's a great song. A, a really a good song about having somebody's back, too. Yes. Uh, uh, a lyric, um, I remember the day I set you free. I told you I... Uh, you can always count on me, darling. Yeah. She comes back with him. From that day on, I made a vow. I'll be there when you want me some way, somehow. Look That's at, my fucking jam. So Rachel just, Rachel's not reading anything. She no. looked me dead in the <laughs> eye that she fucking Jay-Z. <laughs> Circa, circa 2004, just like recited lyrics. Because you're right. <laughs> that is the through line. That's everywhere. Yeah. That's everywhere. It's a universal love song. A universal love song. All right. I oh god, yeah. good, good good picks. Oh my god, this Thank is you. such an exciting episode. I'm we're so having, glad we decided to do this. Uh, we're having fun. All right, so the next category, and uh, I'm gonna ask you, Rachel. Yeah. What is your song of longing or wanting? Longing or wanting. Yes. All right. So we're in Atlanta. Uh oh. Where, right? where the players play. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, my, my cousin Tanoi, big ups Tanoi, she introduced me to Outkast years ago, not years ago, oh but you know, decades ago. She introduced me to Outkast. I think I was probably in the fifth grade. Um, and the first song I had ever heard was Hootie Who. I know that from mm-hmm. top to bottom. And of course that just got me off on, um, Outkast. So somewhere, I, th- I want to say it was 2000, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a dual album. Yeah. Right. Speaker box and the love below. Yes. And to have Andre on his own doing something he wanted to do that wasn't the like traditional outcast style, but very much his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, his mind is just amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> so my song of longing, you know, when I'm when I'm like crushing on somebody or if I'm like talking or something and I kind of, I'm hoping it could be more. Um, this song uh, was on the Love Below side. Obviously, Three Stacks wrote this one. Yes. Uh, it's called The Prototype. <sighs> I hope that you're the one. If not, you are the prototype. We'll tiptoe to the sun and do things I know you like. God, that song's really hitting home right now. <laughs> Just because of everything that's going on, it's really hitting home right now. Because I, I, I think I met the prototype. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's he's not the one. Okay. You know. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but he's definitely the prototype. Now I know what exactly what I'm looking for. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You smell the one I'm stepping in. 
Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I, I remember because this this still came out while we were still buying CDs, right? Yeah, I remember. So you go, you pick up the CD at Sam Goody on Tuesday, you throw it in the car, <laughs> and you listen to it all the way through, and. I think that's like the second or third song on the Love Below side. No, maybe. It's it's pretty early. No, really? Um, <laughs> I could just look it up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna because uh, I know this is the song you picked, but when I got stationed to go to Italy, yeah, uh, I had to fly from Atlanta to Germany and to Italy. Mm-hmm. We bought CDs. Yeah, and this CD I had. Yeah, my CD player. I mean, we all had it. Yeah. This is this is when if you weren't already listening to Outkast, yeah. that was it. That was a rap. Yeah. Like now you listen to Outkast. Period. It's, it's the most influential hip hop band for me. Yeah. Personally, like in my yeah. life. And it was an incredible album, both sides, both sides, mm-hmm. Speaker Box and Love Below. But Love Below was really it, it, it's chock full of love songs that aren't your traditional love song. You know? Like this isn't about a couple at all. Yeah. Not at all. But it's about someone he met and he was like, I really hope that you and I could be together. But if if that's not the way it goes, I know now what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, I'm I might cry. Yeah. <laughs> the song is gorgeous. And do things I know you like. <laughs> that, that's so simple. Yeah. Everybody oh, my God. Loves that. I love when a girl does a simple thing to me. Yeah. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go off on a tangent. <laughs> All right, okay. So, what's your first song of longing? Well, my first song is very interesting because when I did research on it, I had always thought that it was a. I had always thought that it was a song about a guy mm-hmm. consoling a girl. Okay. Because she broke up with a guy. Mm. But you're consoling her, like from the song standpoint, mm-hmm. and you want her, but she doesn't want you. Got it. She wants the other guy. This is what you thought it was about. This is what I thought it was about. So it was Jesse's girl in your mind. I thought it was Jesse's girl. Yeah. Okay. This song is by an Argentinian rock band mm-hmm. uh, called Solasterio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song is called Te Para Tres, so it's T for three. Okay. All right. This is the song. Oh, it's from their Unplugged album. Uh, which is, if you don't fucking have it and you like Spanish rock, you're fucking a loser if you don't know about it. Mm. <laughs> that was so aggressive. That's right. That's right. Insult. Las tazas sobre el mantel. La lluvia the song i found this song uh-huh. the song as is that rendition is from an unplugged album mm-hmm. so if you don't if you really like spanish rock music look at like their mtv unplugged from the 90s mm-hmm. amazing like spanish rock bands anyways 
So, uh, so Estéreo, uh, this song was originally on a song like from 1990, uh-huh. Animal. And like 1994, I moved to Bolivia to live as a kid. Uh huh. And I had a crush on a girl mm. named Sandra. <laughs> big up Sandra. And she didn't like me. No, big down Sandra. And I was like, I was so hurt by it. And I had discovered Sol Estéreo. Yeah. Because I was living in South America. Yeah. I had heard this song, and I always thought it was about a breakup. Because there's a line in the song where he says, Te vi que llorabas, te vi que llorabas por él. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and that basically means, I saw that you, I, I see that you're crying, I see that you're crying for him. Mm-hmm. And there's, oh, there's three cups of coffee, there's three cups of tea. <laughs> it's just me and you, but that, there's that third cup yeah. that she's carrying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I thought it was about. Mm-hmm. So I did research on the song. It's not about that. It's about his dad having terminal cancer. And his fucking mom crying. No. About that. So she's that, he's, he's talking to her. Oh my gosh. So the song is about the day he finds that out. But listen, the, the, I think because Gustavo Cerati is like anybody who listens to this and knows me very well knows that he's my favorite like songwriter of all time. Yeah. So all of his music has like the way he writes his music and he always said in his interviews, mm-hmm. he's like, I want you to interpret it the way you want to interpret it. Mm-hmm. That's how he was as an artist. So me interpreting it that way and that, that being about something else just yeah. makes the song like so much deeper. So. For me, it's a song of longing and want because when I was in eighth grade, <laughs> I really liked Sandra. Yeah. She didn't fucking want me. Oh. And I, I was sad. <laughs> I was Sandra's so lost. Sad. Oh, man. Anyways. He's, <laughs> you guys, he's a little bit in his feelings. <laughs> like, he had feelings. a moment. How but old were you? I was probably like 14. I oh, I, I guess in the seventh or eighth grade. I guess that could still sting a yeah, little. She was cute. She was like half Bolivian, half Middle Eastern. Yeah. So she's like half Bolivian, half Lebanese or something. Mm-hmm. So she is fucking oof. <laughs> like, yeah. So, oh, also for those of you who need to know, I've been seeing like girls like that since I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow up in small town America. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so Rachel, what's your next song of longing or wanting? Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, this song is by... FKA Twigs. Um, it's called Two Weeks. And it's another one that can sort of fit into a couple different categories because I definitely fucked to this song. But this is a song about longing or wanting, but it is it is mostly about sex. It's really just like, let's smoke weed and fuck. Like, I want you. Let's smoke weed and fuck. Like, ain't nobody else about to give you what I'm about to give you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one of those. It's just the like, quit playing around and let's get to this already. Um, it's more electronic than anything. FKA Twigs' voice is just to me, phenomenal. Man, you need to silence your computer. <laughs> How do I turn my notifications off? Uh, oh, okay. I guess that might happen then. Just mute it, and then while we play songs. Jeez. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, it's it's. Um, this isn't this isn't the kind of longing and wanting that that Andre three thousand was talking about. This is a different kind. This is about wanting their sex. <laughs> okay. This is about wanting to sleep with somebody. Um, it, to me, that's mm. how that's how I take it, obviously. Mm. Uh, but this is my jam. There's so many like different changes in the songs, and to really get me hooked on a song, I love a good swell. Um, <laughs> we might not even get to the point where the song swells, but that makes a perfect sex song anyway. All right. I know it. You know 
sexy as shit. <laughs> like, I, like, I like the drums on it. Yeah, I absolutely, abso- absolutely love this song. Her lyrics are insane. Um, she calls his mouth chaste. Mm. <laughs> Which I'm just like, ooh, it's is it chaste because your pussy's not in it? Yes! It's very articulate. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, God, we didn't even get to that part. Let me see. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so there's um, there's another swell that comes up, and uh, it, it's a change in the song, so the music yeah. sounds a little bit different when we get to this part, but the lyrics say, um, uh, feel your body closing, I can yeah. rip it open. <laughs> yeah. Suck me up, I'm healing for the shit you're dealing. I like that. <laughs> Smoke on your skin to get those pretty eyes rolling. My thighs are apart for when you're ready to breathe in. <laughs> that shit is amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Twigs. Yeah, she wants it. Yeah, she wants it. Uh, so, so that's another song of longing for me. Um, mm. It's just another kind of longing, and it's one of my fuck songs. I like it. Yeah, it's one of my fuck songs. All right. Was that all the longing wanting? No, 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 no. You have another one. I have one more. Yes, let's hear it. Now this song, and the thing is, I feel like I'm cheating because I'm picking two from the same album but this album is just like so monumentally romantic uh it's from my favorite reggae band mm-hmm. uh, they're from puerto rico mm-hmm. uh, the song is para estar to be with mm. from the band Cultura. Conocer las notas que componen tus arpegios Puede ser que andarte cerca Me mate de calor Si es que soy un pajarito Simple pajarito que se está acercando al sol Puede que tus besos me hagan Also, my fucking song that we're going to talk about here next is also from this album. This album uh, of Cultura Profetica, I think it was like their fourth or fifth studio album. Uh, short like story about Cultura. I've been following Cultura Profetica since I was 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw them play outside of a Walmart to protest one time. <laughs> they play like real reggae roots, but like with Puerto Rican flavor. Uh, they're all uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, producer Hot Sauce uh, went to school with some of them. Mm. So they play like in the same conservatory of music. They're, oh, just, wow. they're like real, real, real deal musicians. Uh, but they always play like a lot of reggae roots, a lot of socially conscious music. Uh-huh. And then on this album, which is called La Dulzura, they basically just released like love songs. Uh. And a lot of like hardcore cultura fans got mad. I heard this album and I was like, this is an instant like love classic. Yeah. And I was still married at the time when this album came out. So like I, I fucked like this whole song. Yeah. You know, like I took with my ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, but this song, Para Estar, mm-hmm. basically to be mm-hmm. and like basically to be with you so 
There's a song. There's a line in the song which I love. Oh, I have to find it. <laughs> it is. Puede que tus besos me hagan delirar. Could it be that your kisses make me delirious? Oh. So like. Oh. Could it be that your kisses make me delirious? That's just one line in that song of that poetry. This guy wrote. Wow. That is just so deep. But then with that reggae beat, but it's yeah. not just reggae. They, they have the classic horns. It has a little bit of a Caribbean sway with the bass. Mm-hmm. Like, and I tell people who like kind of don't like reggae roots, who do that's a good band to listen to. Yeah. Especially this album because it's more kind of like in air quotes reggae. You know, cause some people don't like it. They're like, it's too slow and it's too this and it's too that. Uh, I, I I don't see it because I love reggae. But mm-hmm. This is a good like I understand that point though. Yeah. But this is a good like starter point and just the songs are beautifully written. Yeah. Just it's just gorgeous and they write together. Most of the songs are written in a, in a trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drummer, the bass player, and the guitar player. Wow. Who all started playing together when they were like, you know, I can ask Hot Sauce, but like I think they were 15. 14 wow. Years old. So yeah. It's <sighs> uh, a good one. Oh, it's the the sex one is even better. Uh, the sex one is even better. <laughs> gonna, for the Puerto Rican people out there, they're gonna be like, "Yes, <laughs> he's talking about these songs." So let's get into it. Let's talk about these fucking oh, these songs. Fu- what's your first fucking song? Okay, for sex song, maybe making love song. I don't know. So you would think that it'd be sweeter. <laughs> oh God, here we go. My, <laughs> I just want to guess what it is. I kind of want to guess. I don't think you would guess. Yeah, okay. You probably won't guess. And it's fairly new, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm just feeling it so much that it's kind of overtaken the others. And I've also played a couple that are already my, my fucking songs anyway. Okay. Um, so um, this one is... <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this one... Okay, so the singer is... What's the real name is? Um... <laughs> What your name is, I, fr- I, I, I forgot it. Uh, Ari Lennox. Okay. Okay. It's called 40 Shades of Choke. 40 Shades of Choke. Hey. It's nice to be in love. What is that? So give me fuck. See, I just want your hands around my Funky. <laughs> the yeah. shit is smooth. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. When we're talking, when I when I like a fucking song, it's the music in the back that goes. This is this is the stroke I want right now. Okay. Right. That's <laughs> if you're if you're hearing how that music goes in the back. This is kind of that sort of slow wave mm-hmm. right now. That's the stroke I'm looking for. Whatever song is on, that's the stroke I'm looking for. I do not put my sex playlist on shuffle. Oh, you have. Oh, you have it. Set it up. is yeah. built. You're built. You built. <laughs> it's curated. It is curated. Carefully curated by Rachel Cross. To the second. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to say this because I've, I've fucked a lot of different races, but mostly black dudes will pick up on what they're hearing. Yes. And do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> in my experience with uh, 
African American black women I have things to say yeah 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 pick up on like oh that's the vibe right now got it yeah because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm Hispanic so I have I have a vibe too but it's a yeah. different vibe but I can try to find the vibe yeah because at least I know I have a vibe yeah like I, I was born with rhythm <laughs> so like I'll shake my hips and my shoulders and everything yeah not, not while I'm having sex but but you should. <laughs> should give us a little shoulder give us a little hip <laughs> next time I do that <laughs> Just give us a shimmy. Next Show us your I'm, titties. Next time I'm choking, choking a girl, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I like a choke. I like a good choke. And that song, when I heard it, I was just like, well, this is the new one. I remember you posted it on Instagram. I, I did. It. I found it. I was I like, did. I listen to this. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you'd already heard it? Yes. That's the jam. Oh, that is God. the jam. I was happy to get a new one in here. Cause especially just like on my, my oh, list my, is just my like old. old. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to get a new song in there but that you know just really what? had an old vibe to it. The kids know about the new stuff. <laughs> All right. We're here to educate them on uh, our feelings. Let me hear what you fuck to, Felix. All right. I could either, I could go two ways about this. I could keep talking about Cultura and play that song, mm-hmm. or I can go into the other song. What do you think? What do you mean? I mean, you have two songs. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pick it doesn't the, matter. I'm going to pick the song I picked first <laughs> in the this order. Is, I'll say, though, this is why I don't have any Bjork, Beyonce, or Radiohead. Because yeah. the whole list just would have been those three. Yeah. Yeah. So this song I have that I picked uh, is from, surprise, surprise, an Atlanta native, uh, Mr. Christopher Bridges, oh. uh, a.k.a. Ludacris. Uh, I think we're about to hear What's Your Fantasy. Yes! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me now. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the, to the floor. And I wanna, ah, ah, you make it so good. I don't wanna leave, but I gotta lick, 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 know what, what's your fantasy. I wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. And I wanna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. On a 50-yard line while the dirty birds kick for tree. And if you like it in the club, we can do it in the DJ booth or in the back of the VIP. Whipped cream with cherries and strawberries on top. Lick it, don't stop. Keep the dough lock, don't knock. While the boat rock, we go bots and robots. So they got to wait till the show stops. Or how out on the beach with black sand? Lick up your thigh and call me the Pac-Man. Table top, but just give me the lap dance. The rock to the park, to the point, to the flatland. That man ain't ludicrous. Woo! In the public bathroom or in the back of the classroom. However you want it. Lover, lover, gon' tap that ass. Get a tight grip and I grasp them. I flash them and I'll last them. And if it ain't good, then I trash them. Why you stash them? I let them free and they tell me what's they fantasy. Like up on the roof, roof. Tell your boyfriend not to be mad at me. I wanna. The reason why I love that song is because when I was 18, fucking it came out. Came out. Yeah. yeah, I wrote it down. We were definitely seniors in high school. It came out September 12, 2000. That was my first year of college. That was my first year. Oh, yeah, you're older than me. Uh huh. I remember dancing with this girl. I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> but I was dancing the song with her. Mm-hmm. And she was backing it up on me. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, this is fuck, This is amazing. I had a fake ID. I was like fucking 19 years old. Yeah. Club, fucking drinking. And then, like, I, I think we went back home and just listened to this song. Yeah. So, like, this, I, this song reminds me of, like, when I really started, like, clubbing mm-hmm. and just like fucking like as an adult yeah. male yeah. in the pursuit of the poon tank. <laughs> do you still fuck to this song no what 
it? I, I mean, I could, <laughs> but I haven't in a while. But I, I think I would. And then the thing I just love about this song, too, is because uh, I love, that's one of the reasons why I moved here. I always loved Atlanta. Yeah. I was always a fan of Outkast. Yeah. And then that line, I want to do it in the Georgia Dome. Wanna, to the that line, want to do kick for three. <laughs> like, I saw that in my head. <laughs> you can see. Yeah. Backseat, windows up. That's the way we like that, to fuck. Like, he says that, uh, uh Rip the pants and then rip the shirt. Factory or on honey spoke. Like he's talking about rims on cars. Like I, I fucking love the song. It's such a good fucking song. Like it's it just reminds me of a time in my youth. Yeah. When I was just like I was out of the house. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're an adult guy. Girls everywhere. Yeah. Behave yourself, but misbehave. That was such a good choice. Chocolate, chocolate, make it melt. Oh my god. <laughs> Whips and good. chains, handcuffs, smack a little booty up, whip my belt, scream hell. Yeah. That's a jam. It's so good. Oh, I loved that song. When that song came out in high school, we all knew it yeah. within the week. Yeah. Like it, everywhere within the week. I think that song. Even the white girls. School, yeah. yeah. That song introduced Ludacris to the world. Yeah, it did. That summer, I think the next summer, they had an MTV Beach House in like the in the, in the Florida, no, yeah, in the Keys, mm-hmm. in Key West. Mm-hmm. And we, I was going to school in South Florida at the time. Oh, uh, and I, I didn't go. So uh, I was gonna say, oh my god, have you gone to the MTV Beach House? I could have been that dude that like put himself in the story 20 years ago. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm not gonna do it this time. Okay. <laughs> Because who would know the truth? Yeah, but no, my buddies, I remember, went down to go see him. And I had a buddy named Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Noah, he was like, we used to call him Baby Jesus. <laughs> okay. But he was a Jewish kid. I don't know why. Uh, okay. Anyways, Noah was like, damn, man. I'm going to do the keys. He had this really cool Miami accent. I'm going to do the keys, man. And I smoked a blunt with Ludacris, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is the Miami accent, I think, kind of sounds like an L.A. Mexican accent. Or maybe maybe I did it that way. Uh, <laughs> it was almost. I was like, "What? What the fuck is a Miami He's, accent?" Like I didn't know that there was an Miami, accent. But like in Hialeah, oh. when you go to Miami. Okay, that's kind of that is kind of LA. It yeah. does sound very think, similar to think, what I'm I think used to. To me, it's more Latino in the United States. I got in you. Metro area. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. <laughs> we started talking about it. <laughs> it was important information. It was important information. But you know what else is important information? What? Your next fucking song. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hang on, because the intro was so long and embarrassing. He, okay, so this song is um, by Neo. It's on his album, Because of You. It's called Say It. Um, we were talking, yeah, yeah, the last time I talked to you. Yeah, the last time I talked to you, I was talking about how I'm turned on by what I hear. Yes. That was you and I? Yeah, okay. Yes. So I'd just be running around talking about sex with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's about what I hear. So as far as like sex songs go, um, the talking is what I'm into, you know? Uh, and so this is Neo giving us his very best falsetto. Okay, and this yeah. song is to me, it's sexy as hell. But some people, some other people might hear it and go, "This is really stupid. I can't fuck to this." But every black dude that fucks into it. So. It's okay. <laughs>
right there is some very sexy shit. I'm not attracted to Neo. I don't think he's sexy. It usually is helpful when it's fucking songs, but this one, he killed it. He killed it with this one. Because even the him going into that falsetto for Say It, it kind of sounds like a female orgasm. Like if I were to start screaming. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It, that's what a, it sounds like. He has a great voice. Yeah, like great he's voice. A, he has a, he's a great singer. Neo is a talent. Yeah, he's a talented dude. Yeah. But, I mean, I get down with Neo. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great song. Good. Good fucking song. Like and, again, it's that it's sort of that wave... On like, that that you, wave you didn't underneath. Like the beginning. I like the beginning. The the ta- his talking at the beginning. I just I, it's something about like talking at the beginning of a song yeah. that makes me laugh. And I think Dana Carvey ruined it for me. Like Dana Carvey has this stand up special. It's very very old, and he um, makes fun of Prince a little bit for yeah. talking at the beginning of a song. He has this whole bit about about having speeches at the beginning of a song, and he goes, <laughs> "Sorry." <laughs> it's so funny to me. It's, it's, funny. it's why it's why all of anyone who's talking at the beginning of a song, just I can't take it too seriously. Um, uh, but he obviously he's making fun of like the prince, like Dele beloved. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Okay. So he goes, a long time ago there were people, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's totally something Prince probably said at a concert. Yeah, so when I hear people talking at the beginning of a song, I'm just like, a long time ago, there were people. (laughs) But that was a long time ago. Okay, big ups to Dana Carvey. (laughs) I don't fuck to Dana Carvey songs. No. Um, All right, we've been fucking. I mean, you know, we've we've, we've had crushes. We've fallen in love. We've been fucking. And the end of a relationship is a breakup, right? (laughs) Oh, wait, have, no, you do have, have another one song. One more song. I'll go through it real fast, though, because it's still Cultura. But this song is called Ilegal. Same album. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking fucking song. It's a making love fucking song. It's a sweaty on the balcony in a hammock. Oh, excuse like, me. Like, on the beach. Like, this is... Tener tus ojos debe ser ilegal Así cuando miras solo inspiras a pecar esa sonrisa peculiar de jugar a tentar letal esos dotes que si sí sabes cómo usar para matar te has armado de forma perfecta para hacerme agonizar esta muerte lenta mientras tu boca violenta revienta dentro de mi boca como un rayo una tormenta Manos calientan piel solo de rozarla Mis manos van jugando a conocer tu espalda Con toda la calma se alarga la delicia Que es la expedición hacia tus nalgas Y no hay más que una sola versión Una sola muestra total de perfección Llenas de luz la habitación con tus brillos de neón y yo Sin trabajo suelto ese último botón que son Tan solo las doce y no se escuchan voces Solo gemidos finos, sonidos del goce Y para cerrar la noche con broche de oro Yo te llego al oído y susurro este coro Eso no fue nada Now, basically what you just heard is him uh, he's just, as he describes it himself, mm. an expedition to your booty. Oh, 
Oh! So he's basically starting out the song just saying, like, we are together. We're in this house. Like, basically, throughout the song, he's talking about what he's going to do to her. Yes. But, like, in just a very, like, sensual, soft way, not dirty, mm-hmm. uh, very poetic, mm-hmm. and, you know, just with the music alone. Uh, like I said, this album is a love album. Yeah. I think there may be one or two songs that are outliers. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of this album, the intro, Willie, the lead singer, he says, uh, que canten. Like, he, he, he says that the public wants them to sing about certain things. Uh-huh. Protests, social issues, stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, but then he says, En estos días... Busco amor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, in these days, I'm looking for love. And then they wrote this. They pretty much wrote uh, this album. Gorgeous. So, yeah. Very good fucking song. But mm-hmm. as you were saying, relationships end sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I jumped you like that. No, it's okay. <laughs> I want to know your breakup so I'm song. I'm so glad that you played that song, though. That's... Uh, that's uh, that's going on my like personal playlist. That's very good. That's and that's not even the song. best part because the chorus just gets like I'm ready. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So what's your breakup song? Okay, breakup songs. Um, I'll say at the beginning of any breakup, the first thing I do is start blaming myself. Okay. The very first thing I'll do is blame myself. I get really self-deprecating. All it's right. really just sort of navel gazy and like. Oh, woe is me, you know. Um, and so this is the song that uh, I will play for myself when things are going down. I heard this song um, originally. I heard it on a show called Letterkenny. Really great comedy. Um, and the music on the show is fire. The show is like about uh, three different kinds of people in one city. Mm-hmm. And um, there's music throughout all the time. And okay. so you're getting different kinds of music in the show. But uh, yeah, the music is fire no matter who they're playing music for. Like it's every one of them. I just collect it all. Anyway, this is um, a breakup song. And um, it makes me cry. <laughs> but only when I'm feeling that. It's It doesn't make me cry every time. But it makes me cry when... I am feeling the same feeling. So it's not a song I can listen to all the time. If you if you cry out to tell hot sauce or yell hot sauce, he'll come give you a hug. Oh I could hugging. I could get a hug from him. Alright, all right, there she keeps saying how stupid can can i get you know yeah and the breakup <laughs> some we do tend to bl- we should blame ourselves not a little yeah, a little bit but just i don't want to say blame i want to say <clears throat> we should take it as a time to reflect yeah um and i recognize that but for me this song is is literally just like letting me dwell in the oh you were so fucking stupid like you know what I mean like it's letting me dwell in that and I don't like to be in that place for very long literally it'll be like the hours after whatever breakup and then I cut it off immediately because the self-deprecating thing cannot that's a seed that can grow 
and I just won't let it, but it's a feeling and you have to feel your feelings. And so I'll, I'll play that one maybe like back to back for a couple hours and just be like, stupid bitch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll, I'll just go in on myself with that one. But um, it's kind of a cute song and it's, and it's a little like once you get to the second half of it, actually, um, she at the beginning, she's saying that she regrets this and she just can't stop thinking about him with another person. And it's it's and how stupid am I and blah, blah, blah. And then once you start to get to the end of it, she's reflected now and she's going, all right, well, that was the end of that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't regret it because we did have a great time and I learned a lot. Um, so make sure you listen to that whole song because it does have some growth in it. Yeah. So, so it might seem like I'm like beating myself up for hours after a breakup, but the, the song does have a line to it where it's just like, okay, I've grown from this relationship. I understand why we didn't work out and now it's time to move on. It's true. Yeah. What's yours? Well, <laughs> I really have to do this song justice. So I want to introduce it well. Okay. So on July 7th, 1995 the world changed <sighs> all right because this line was uttered on radios across the united states were you thinking of me when you fucked her <laughs> that's right my breakup yes. song is <laughs> yes! Set, you ought to know oh i saw this coming i <laughs> want you to know that i'm happy for you I wish nothing but the best for you both. I know the version of me. Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? Does she speak eloquently? And would she have your baby? I'm sure she'd make a really excellent mother. South America when this song came out. Amazing. And it played on MTV Latino. I remember seeing it there. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that whole album was just Jagged Little Pill. Came out and just, like, blew the world up. But this song, like, set the world on motherfucking fire. <laughs> uh, just the lines in it. Like, would she go down on you in a theater? Uh-huh. Uh, you told me you hold me until you, till, till you died. Mm -hmm. Like, ugh. And then, like, <laughs> real cool, she wrote the song uh, with her producer, Glenn Ballard. But... Fun fact, when they wrote the song, they were in the studio. The studio engineer was doing, uh, working with the Flea mm -hmm. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm -hmm. And then they had Dave Navarro like, mm -hmm. on loan from fucking Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Guitar for Chili Peppers at that time. So they play guitar and bass. On, on the, the recording? On the original studio uh, album. I did not know that. Version of You Ought to Know. I did not know yeah, that. So I read that shit last night. But this song, like when I heard it, I was 14 and I was like... <laughs> Still going through a lot of like you know emotions and stuff, and uh, 
I lived in. I was living in Bolivia. I like. I liked a lot of girls. A lot of girls didn't like me back then. It was Aww. really weird. When I moved back to the States, that's when I was like, oh, I was on and popping. Yeah. You know, the Bolivian girls weren't feeling me. It's cool. <laughs> but like this kind of song, like just thinking about a breakup, thinking about emotions. Yeah. And just like the strong uh, symbolism in her and her fucking words, man. Just like putting shit out there. <laughs> like, were you thinking of me when you fucked her? That's something that I would love to see like somebody say to somebody. In yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think about that song <laughs> when you first heard it? Because you were the same kind of age group. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember hearing it for the first time. And uh, I, I I, think, again, it was a song that I knew every word to within days. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a karaoke jam. Alanis Morissette was that shit. Uh, oh, yeah. I, was, I was telling you while you were playing the song that I had an Alanis song on oh, my right. list, too. But I switched it out with something else at the last minute. Um, that That album was huge. People don't know, like how big it was. And this is big before people had access to information the way we did. Right. We only got our news music wise from your friends. Yeah. MTV. Or if you were like, you know, one of those kids that would like, like I was, I read Rolling Stone. Yeah. I read I did magazine. Yeah. Like I read magazines like that. You were probably reading magazines as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So what's your next breakup? Song? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before oh, okay. we move on from that one, I just, you know, Dave Coulier from Full House. Yes, 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 yes. I wanted you to talk about this. So they dated, right? Yeah. I guess this is the tale. They dated, and that song is about her breakup with Dave Coulier. Yeah, the motherfucker from Full House. I didn't even like that dude anymore. He was corny. <laughs> I liked it. I was team Uncle Jesse. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine, because when I heard that, I just could not imagine. Because he's corny. That guy being someone that made this woman so angry, you know? Yeah, he's corny and obviously an asshole. I, I mean, clearly he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> just, I would just love to be a fly on the wall in that relationship, just to see how that song came about. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? God, I love it. Great choice. Thank you. Great choice. What's when when you're going through a breakup, you like hit up Alanis Morissette. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, you're like absolutely like, this is, I'm listening yeah. to this right now. This is what I need at I'm this a, moment. I'm a simple guy. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear my la my next one, you're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> so what's your next one? All right. So um, so now after I've broken up and I've, I've beat myself up about it, and then I start processing through it, uh, once I'm done processing, the whole phase got to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to get into the whole phase. Now, you would think at this point I'm going to hit up some Cardi B, some <laughs> some uh, Nicki Minaj, maybe City Girls or something. That's not really where I go with it. Uh, a little bit of UK pop really does it for me. Okay. <laughs> in this situation. Uh, there's um, a song. Well, she's originally a DJ in the UK. Her name's Annie. Okay. Um, and she makes a lot of, like, electronic pop. Okay. Um, and... Uh, her songs are fun. She's not out here trying to like say anything profound or anything. The song is absolutely just fun as pop music. And it's basically her telling dudes what they are. <laughs> I'll explain it more when it's over, but the song is called Chewing Gum by Annie. Hey, Annie,
that song is really dope. Like, um, there she's she's comparing. It's it's her hoe face. So she's comparing yeah. men to chewing gum or chocolate. Mm. Chocolate, you'll eat it, you'll savor it, you'll mm. love it, you keep it. Right? Mm. Chewing gum, you chew it up. When all the flavor's gone, you spit it out. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so so I brought you to the end of the life of a breakup phase is now that I'm, <laughs> you know, in the hoe phase and I will I will as just to to snap me out of everything, I listen to that one. And I'm just like, that's right, girl. <laughs> I like that. that Is a that a song. new boy stuck to your shoe? <laughs> I was dance. I was dancing to it. You were. You were grooving. That's I was afraid that you weren't gonna like it because it was like really poppy. I literally listened to like all types of music. Good. So I'm, I'm not, me too. Yeah. Obviously, I think I think really our list have been how, all over the yeah, place. We're very eclectic. Yeah. All right. Breakup song. This is that breakup song. Is very important to me because mm. it's when I first heard a breakup song. Mm, okay, and it's a it's a bolero. A bolero is like a type of song from the '60s and '70s in Spanish, mm-hmm. where it's a love song. So it's usually like a song of wanting or love. This song is like a breakup song. Uh, it is by Orquesta La Selecta, mm. uh, and their composer, the guy who writes the music, is Rafi Levy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who is singing, I believe his name is Chamaco Ramirez. The song is from 1971. Okay, cool. All right, the song is called Payaso or Clown. I know what Payaso is. <laughs> meant to say the piano player on the song because the piano is very beautiful is Rafi Levy he was like the guy who was in charge mm. of the bands of the orchestra that was gorgeous uh, yeah so the song is called Payaso uh, it basically literally translates to clown but he's talking about how she's making him look like a fool <laughs> so he's like uh, the beginning of the song he goes sentir esta ansiedad feel this anxiety oh. that everybody's laughing at me Oh, shit. That's the beginning of the song. <laughs> and then he goes through that whole part, how he has to learn how to pretend again. Yeah. Laugh at my, laugh at my woes. He's the clown. Oh, man. So it's kind of like, it's, yeah, it's kind of like a duality in the song. Yeah. But then at the end, it just turns into like this power ballad. And then it's like him just basically like begging to go get, get her back. Oh. So when I first heard this song, I was a little kid because my dad would only play like salsa or jazz music mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played trumpet I was a, as a kid. So like I was into music, but I was only allowed to listen to that type of music. Okay. So like the first time I like heard a song where I felt sad. Yeah. Because I didn't understand the words. I was like probably seven or eight. I understand the word. I understood the words. But yeah. I didn't know the meaning behind it. Uh, but I just felt the music make me feel sad. And yeah. Then, and then the album cover is just like a clown. Yeah. And it's like a sad clown. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, Payaso. Great song. Boleros are like, in, in Spanish, we call them cortavenas uh-huh. or vein, vein cutters. 
vein cutters. Yeah, songs that you do, you oh, suicide yourself God. to. Oh, God, no. So people will say that. They'll be like, the DJ will be like, oh, la 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 otra corta vena. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and they'll throw on a fucking song where it's like just super sad. So Amazing. Uh, yeah. Back to my theory of Spanish love songs are better than English love songs, but that's another <laughs> debate we could have. Right. <laughs> on another day. So those are our songs, right? Yeah, those are our songs. You want to play a game? Let's play a game. I made a game for Rachel. Okay. <laughs> she hasn't seen the game. So for this game, what I want you to do is if you can, because what I did is we have our shared outline. Uh, what I did was I whited out all of the questions. Yeah. Now this question is, um, these questions are musical, true or false. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, go like, oh, did you close it out? No, I don't have to close it out. You, it's the the letters are white. I oh yeah, can't but I'm gonna it. I'm gonna change it now. So oh, I can oh, read it. so you can read yeah. it. Well, I was just highlight because I I hid my songs from you. I just highlighted them. I didn't even I didn't even want to look. So I'm, look that, I'm that okay. kid that okay. didn't look for a Christmas present. Okay, it's down. I can't see it. Shit, what do I do? <laughs> you deleted it. Yeah, I feel like the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not right. the devil, mama. He's not All the right. devil. This is a true or false okay. musical edition. All right. Toto's 1982 hit, Rosanna. Rosanna. Okay. Rosanna. Mm-hmm. That one was written about Rosanna Arquette. True or false? False? I thought you would say that. It is true. I thought the same wow. thing. Wow. She was super young, but she had walked into the studio. He had like no interaction with her. So he tried to date her. That's all I read into it. I, I just, I'm just thinking she seems too young. Yeah. For this song to be about her. I think she may have been her. like 17 or 18, but it's the early 80s. Shit was weird. <laughs> I mean, there's just cocaine going around. And wow. Just, you know, Prince was out there just fucking in the universe. The True. world was a different place in 1980. Got it. Got it. Prince and Michael Jackson existed at the same time. Yeah, we know. Holy shit. <laughs> At the same time as us. Rachel got that one wrong. The next one, I, the next one, I just want you to listen to the question. Okay. Because I know you know the answer, but I wanted to see if I'd trip you up. Yeah. Don't Speak, No Doubt's 1995 mega hit is about the breakup that Gwen Stefani and drummer Adrian Young suffered. True or false? False. Ah, I knew you'd get it. <laughs> it so was who, Tony Canal. Tony Canal. <laughs> yeah. Who was the? Oh, well, now I don't even remember. Yeah. He was in, on guitar, right? He played the bass. Yeah, guitar. there we go. Oh, the bass. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, and this was my favorite one to research, Green Day's classic Longview is about everyone's favorite pastime, masturbation. And that was a song that goes, uh, bite my lips and close my eyes. Take me away to paradise. Oh, well, it must be. I never thought about it. It must be, right? It is. Oh, good. It is about masturbation. Well, now I'm going to listen to it. On the classic uh, album, Dookie. Dookie. That was one of the first albums I ever bought. Me too. That's one of the first CDs I I have Brandy, Janet, and Dookie. Well, I mean, that's it. We're pretty much done right now, That was the game? (laughs) We're done. That's the game. It was a short game. That was the game. That was the show. That I mean, was the show. Yeah. Remember, we're going to be uh, adding to the end of another Orbits podcast. A little yeah. segment, right? We're gonna, they're going to be doing the same with us. And they're also going to be doing a love song episode. If you don't listen to another Orbit, I always post about it on my stories. Yeah. But do it because, th- I mean, if you want to learn about music and also what I feel very proud of, 
that I was thinking about this today. Mm-hmm. But also that people that aren't represented in mainstream community. Yeah. Like Latinos, African Americans, women, yeah. LGBTQ people. Yeah. It's to support a podcast that highlights uh, that kind of community too is big. So absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. Get off my motherfucking soapbox. <laughs> It's a great show. Please stay tuned for that. Do not turn this podcast off just yet because you are about to have your mind absolutely blown. Their their knowledge will burn your face off. At Kaliza, at Suzef. <laughs> All right. Uh, that has been the uh, uh, another episode yeah. of Wayward Daters. I think... We had some fucking fun. This was we good. Did. We had like an hour left. Okay. All right. So we we got to go. A long time ago, there were people, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. Welcome to another Orbit. This is our special galactic collision of podcasts with wayward daters. In other words, a crossover segment. <laughs> I'm Kaliza. I'm Suzeph. And, and we're, we're from, from Other Orbit. Orbit. We'd like to thank Rachel and Felix for letting us have this segment. We're actually really longtime friends of Rachel's, and we're honored to be featured on the Wayward Daters podcast. Today, we're going to talk about our favorite love songs. So what's your song, Kaliza? Ooh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's get back and let's get into the drama. <laughs> I love drama. You, me, and everybody else. I love drama, just like Oprah loves bread. I, <laughs> My favorite love song is a song that is turmoiled with drama. It is a song by Eric Clapton, and it's called Layla. Here's a little clip. Um, the name of this song is derived from an Ara- uh, Arabic poem called The Story of Layla and Majnun. It's by a Persian poet named Nizami Kunjavi, and Eric Clapton related to the character of Majnun because of the story falling madly in love with Layla, that he literally drove himself mad and he couldn't marry her. So he related to the story so much because he was in love madly with his best friend's girl. And do you know who his best friend was? No, I don't. George Harrison. He was oh in love with God. George Harrison's wife. And um, he met Patty Boyd in the late 60s when Eric was uh, collaborating with George Harrison for some projects involving the two musicians. And Eric Clapton became a secret admirer of Patty Boyd, and he sent her constant love letters signed only with the letter E. 
what the really yeah yeah what is this like high school i mean <laughs> yeah, i don't think no. i don't think Honestly, people ever grow up had, in high school she had no idea who it was and then like they went to some like party or something like that with uh, at eric clapton's manager's house uh-huh and he like cornered her at the, like in the house and was like so what'd you think of my letters and <laughs> she was like oh fuck that's you so she was really caught off guard she didn't realize it was eric clapton that is so that is some like <laughs> i didn't think like secret admirers admirer stuff happened in real life oh uh, yeah same here you know and that backstory like the poem that's deep that's yeah. really deep about it, that i didn't realize it had like that deep it, of a yeah meaning. it, it d- directly came from that because his friend gifted him the poem yeah and Patty was like so flattered, but she was really committed to her marriage with George, despite his like. And she was married. Yeah, she like... was married. Yeah, and she was committed to him despite his raging alcohol and drug abuse and his constant infidelity. And despite all of this turmoil and her commitment to stay with George, Patty constantly turned down Eric Clapton, even though she was feeling really like lonely and betrayed. Oh my god! Yeah, and. This mess. drove Eric absolutely mad. So that so when he read the story of Layla and Mandarin, he could relate to being in love with somebody that it drove him crazy. Right. Um, oh. And finally, in 1974, George Harrison cheated on Patty with, do you know who? I don't have a clue. With Ringo Starr's wife. <laughs> this, this is, is incestual. Some, this is some like <laughs> this is some like one of those ancient Greek stories where exactly. everyone would like screw Brothers, each other sister, and everybody. Yeah. Even John Lennon said John Lennon was super mad at George for doing that because he's like, that's essentially your brother. Uh, like, yeah, that's you're, betrayal you're, that's just right incestual. there. Yeah, that is some yeah. like. But dang, I mean, and, they, yeah. they all got around. That's yeah. This is so <laughs> much drama. Like no one is above drama. Apparently, <laughs> like don't and, care how much money or yeah. anything. Like, and I read this story when I was like thirteen, and I'm telling you, that was a precursor to me loving drama for the rest of my life. And George and uh, George Harrison, Patty Boyd, finally split in 1977, and by 1979. Patty was married to Eric Clapton, and the two stayed together for another decade. So he eventually wow. got his girl. But and George Harrison and Ringo Starr were both at Eric Clapton and Patty's yeah, wedding. So it just... was like it was all cool and fun. Like nobody was hurt that all this Ooh. infidelity was going on. Everybody was like, man, whatever. Okay. Wow. We're really hot. We're gonna get over it. Yeah. That's what it said. <laughs> for, yeah, for real. I mean. And so there's two versions of the song, and the one I played here is the acoustic version, and the other one is like the riff heavy, like original. Yeah. Like rock song. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the original version. It's like it has like such a like. And now you're listening to Arrow 93 FM. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like that classic rock sound anymore. KLOS. Like, yeah. 95.5. Where rock lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't give a it's shit. It's like such a classic rock stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that concludes my favorite song. What's what's uh, your, your song? I think my favorite love song is a song by Daft Punk off of 2001's Discovery album. And the song I feel where the album reaches its emotional peak is Something About Us. Let's hear a little bit of it.
favorite thing about the song is kind of how understated it is. Yeah. And again, it has a funky as hell bass line, but it's also kind of calm, kind of atmospheric. It's gentle. It's lulling. It's not like a party anthem, like yeah. One More Time or Crushing Dolls. It's yeah, really yeah. just a... Which is what Daft Punk is known for. Exactly. Yeah, they're fucking All the dance. Songs that fucking songs yeah, are yeah, yeah, around the world. Four on like, the floor fucking yeah, like, yeah, dance track. But to them, it kind of showed a real softer side. I mean, not unlike Planet Caravan by Black Sabbath, I oh, guess, yeah. in a way. But it was, yeah, it was just... It's like the song is simple, the lyrics are simple, but they just hit a really deep emotional chord with me. I need you more than anything in my life. I love you more than anyone in my life. And but it's also saying it might not be the right time. I might oh, not be yeah. the right one, and I'll miss you more than anyone in my yeah. life. So it's really open ended. I mean, is it about love that's lost that wasn't meant to be? Is it is it about you know, being in a relationship with someone where it's obviously not working out, won't yeah. work out, but you still, you know, love them deeply. Yeah. Like, is it what about, is that like, about? It does, it's also can get construed to be about somebody who loves someone but's not willing to commit yet. You know, like, oh, it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it has so many, yeah, yeah you're very right be, about the ambiguity Yeah, it could it. it could really be about anything, yeah. Or is it, yeah, is it talking about the past tense present tense future tense it's like that's what i really really love about it and that's probably why it absolutely works yeah yeah it's not it's not typical it's not you know i mean of course happy love songs are great yeah and then ones about breakup can be cathartic you know what i mean but this one it's like yeah it's it is super ambiguous it is super ambiguous and I felt like it worked really well in their movie Interstellar 5555, the story of the secret star system. Have you seen that? I have not actually. Yeah, it's like a really, it's a really interesting movie. It's actually an anime that, um, where the Discovery album is the entire score. There's no dialogue, which is, Whoa. I love those types of movies with no dialogue, by the way. Me too. Yeah. And it's just the, the entire album just played um, over that cartoon. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, okay, it's, I gotta it's watch really that. cool. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to give any spoilers, but that song is played in a very poignant moment, and yeah. it it definitely moved me. So I think that's yeah. So I think yeah, I think that's all I have to say about them. Go out, go listen to them, watch their movies, watch their videos. Um. Hey, I just thought of something. What? Why don't we have our own love song episode? <gasps> We can certainly do that. Yeah. We can touch on dating as uh, LGBTQI plus community people. Yeah, it's very yeah. Different for like, us. I know um, we didn't have, you know, a lot of, we didn't have much time to, or we didn't have any time to talk about that in yeah. this segment. Yeah. But I think that would be really, really cool to, to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Because it is very different for both of us. I'm a demisexual lesbian and you are. I am. I came out recently as aromantic and asexual. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> Plot twist. And I would definitely be happy to uh, discuss my experiences more in depth on our own podcast. And it honestly requires a full episode it does us, it so. does it's all very Stay nuanced yeah. yeah it's all and very nuanced and complicated yeah. and thank you again to rachel and felix we yeah. really appreciate Yay. it yeah. please check out otherorbit.com 
to find out what Susan and I do in our nine to fives. If anyone gives a shit, <laughs> check and there you will you will find um, oh. all of our socials, and you can find us on Instagram. She is Suzef. I am Kaliza with an underscore at, at the, the end. end. Yeah. yeah. Um. And thanks again. Thank you. Thank you, Wayward Daters. Thank you, listeners. Bye. 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 Miss Chair Model Lady. I dreamt that we were married and you treated me nice. We had lots of kids drinking whiskey and rye. But why'd you have to go off and die? Why'd you have to go off 